Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. There is a state called the melted heart. And if you've ever seen uh, Bauer's picture of the rock heart, you can have a pretty good idea of what the melted heart is. People who have become accustomed to the world and who have found the world to be their playground and have found it suitable to go after the supposed treasures of the world become hardened. They become hardened in that they aggressively pursue their goals with arrogance because in order to obtain many things in the world it takes aggression to get them. Or at least that's what people believe. I used to think that also. And I remember when I was a young lawyer, I said to Bawa, is it possible to do this without being aggressive? Is it possible to practice law and still maintain the qualities that you're supposed to maintain? And it was interesting uh, because the response was that, of course, it's possible. Just maintain justice. Maintain your allegiance to the truth and don't steer away from it. And then you can do anything in the world. You can do the most difficult things in the world as long as you maintain justice. What happens to the people who go after things no matter what is they lose their sense of justice and the desire and the need becomes more important than the way it's accomplished. We are supposed to work in the world and we're supposed to be successful in the world and we're supposed to do the things that other people do in the world. We're supposed to have businesses, we're supposed to work, but we're supposed to do things in an acceptable manner. We have to do things halal. We have to do things in a way that's appropriate. And it's not hard to do things appropriate. It's just that many people feel that they won't get what they're supposed to get if they do things appropriately. What I have found is not only do you get what you're supposed to get, 
You get abundance because you've done things appropriately. So, what happens is, while you're working in the world, if you do things appropriately, and if you do things halal, you can still enter into that state of the melting heart. What's interesting is that the state of the melting heart can exist in the business world and can exist in the world of commerce. But in the world of the ones who call themselves elevated and the ones who call themselves exalted, it's more difficult because the ones who call themselves exalted you can tell by the very phrase of them calling themselves exalted that there's something missing there you can tell by the attitude of that they have that there's something missing there and that's how very harsh um, religions come about and even in groups who claim tolerance and who claim loving kindness harshness comes about because people believe that they need to protect you so that you can be loving and they can protect you in the craziest and most harsh kind of ways well we saw a man who was kind and who was tolerant and who was loving and who was consistent in that way but we also found that he needed our compliance and he needed God's protection when we are in that state of the melting heart when we are in that state where we have dropped our defenses and have dropped our fear because we have now submitted to Allah and submitted to him defending us and submitted to him taking care of us we become more vulnerable to the harshness of the world but we have to understand in that state that Allah also has Jalal and Jalal is his force that protects that melting heart there are many of the names of Allah which are forceful but if you look at them closely you'll find that those names and those qualities are to protect that state of the melting heart so realize that when you go into that state and you feel more vulnerable to the world and you feel 
that the world can harm you because you've become so soft as opposed to hard and you know what it was like to be hard, remember that the qualities of Allah are there to protect the melting heart and there to protect you. So don't be afraid to go to that place of the melting heart. Don't be afraid to go to that state that is compassionate and loving and kind. Fear will keep us from going to that state because we begin to think we are somehow vulnerable. But for every step we take to that state, God sends one of his protecting qualities to take care of us. So, have no fear. Allah will be there to protect you. And if you feel alone sometime and unprotected, just remember that it's a test of your faith. And at the moment that it's necessary, intervention will come that will protect you, safeguard you, and keep you safe from the enemies of Allah. If they weren't enemies of Allah, they would see that your heart is melted and they would protect you. The people themselves would understand the situation. But people who are aggressive don't see melting hearts, don't see softness, don't see loving kindness. They see just themselves and their own inadequacies. And they believe that by lashing out at others, they somehow modify their own inadequacies. And the truth is, they just make them greater. If they only knew. Jesus said, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And it's difficult in this world for those who know to deal with those who don't know. Because ignorance does not understand wisdom, nor can ignorance understand wisdom. Ignorance has an entirely different agenda and a different understanding of things. And it also has a different set of eyes, a different set of ears, a different nose, a different taste. Its entire interaction with the world is different than a wise person's interaction with the world. Yet, it's up to the ones who've been granted the gift of wisdom from Allah to have the patience to deal with these people. Imagine if Bawa didn't have the patience to deal with ignorance. Where would all of us be? Because there was a time when everyone is in ignorance. And when they come to the sheikh, their knowledge is small. They just think their knowledge is big. And a lot of training has to go on. And to do that training, 
there has to be an enormous amount of patience by the one doing the training. The difference between the people who move forward and the people who don't is the level of arrogance. The belief in their own mind and in their own ability to be right stops them from understanding the teacher. And this is part of what melting is. It means surrendering to the teacher so that you no longer have a position or an opinion. You've given up your position and opinion to him. And even though you don't understand what he's saying necessarily, you've stopped arguing. And if you can't get to the point where you stop arguing, you can't cross that threshold from ignorance to wisdom. That in-between step is surrender. It's surrender that allows you to move forward. It's surrender that allows you to be taught. It's surrender that allows you to be elevated. It's surrender that allows you to be taken. Because otherwise, you're in a state of resistance. I'm right! Don't you get it? I'm right! And that's where ignorance is. I'm right! Don't you get it? Well, what that really means is, my opinion is the only opinion, my thought is the only thought, my way is the only way, and I can't see beyond that. There has to come a time when all of those kinds of attitudes melt and are given up. There has to come a time when we are not so involved in the goings-on in the material world that we have to care about every small thing. When a schizophrenic walks into a room, he's barraged by all of the sights and sounds that he sees. Plates become alive and fly at him. Oranges give off fragrances that are overwhelming and beyond the ability to, to deal with. Everything is overwhelming. And that's why they recede into themselves or they lash out. Because they can't deal with the amount of sensory input. How do we do with the sensory input of the world? How do we handle the sensory input of the world? How do we handle the opinionated whose opinions are so strong that sometimes on the highway they shoot people because their opinion is you shouldn't be too close to their car? We need to learn the attitude of disengagement. We need to learn how to not be involved in things that are not involved with Allah. We need to learn how to surrender and give up all of the things that are not halal and stay within the protection of that which is halal. Now, that doesn't mean that you can follow the dictates of religion.
because religions are run by lawyers. And lawyers find interesting ways of making things halal and haram. And usually it's done to suit the motive of the person who's hired them. So, if a religion is interested in conquering land, all of a sudden it becomes halal to kill people to conquer land. If a religion is into uh, being the only religion, all of a sudden it becomes halal to kill people of other religions. Religions have an interesting way of doing things on behalf of God when they're really being done on behalf of them. Well, we're like that too. We're doing things on behalf of God when we're really doing things on behalf of ourselves. So let's understand who God is and who we are. And if we can make that distinction, we can begin to make progress. God exists. We're created by God. And this creation has a limit. This creation has a certain period of time and it disappears. Yet we treat this bag of bones that we live in as if it had some kind of permanent residence within this world. Uh, it's as if you've got a green card. You now have a permanent residence visa. You don't have to come in and come out. You're here. Except we give it much more credence than that. We give it eternity. And it doesn't have eternity. And it can't have eternity. And until we understand that it doesn't and it can't, we act in one way. And when we understand that, in essence, this is a temporary manifestation that disappears and God alone exists, until we surrender to that point of view and that understanding, we are different than the ones who have surrendered to that point of view and that understanding. And... Until we've gotten to that point, we have to be very careful of our interactions with those who have gotten to that point. Because if we somehow harm them, all of the qualities of God that protect them will become enemies to us. So, it's very important that we walk a fine line and that we're very careful about our interactions with holy people and with people who've given up themselves in order to be able to assist others. Um, There are many stories of people who tried to harm Bawa and the kinds of things that they ran into. So, what is it that we need to learn? We need to learn that the world is not an easy place as long as you feel you have to deal with it and you have to handle it and you have to force outcomes. The world becomes much different 
when you've surrendered to God and you can work within the world in a halal way, in an appropriate way, and, and, and understand that his protection will follow you because you have surrendered to him. So take on that mantle. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. He is our protector. The prophets have explained it to us. The Psalms recite it over and over and over. Have no fear. He's there for you. Believe that and become more melted. Don't be afraid to melt. Don't be afraid to be a lover. Don't be afraid to be kind. Don't be afraid to be merciful. Don't be afraid to be compassionate. He will protect you. You often hear from people, especially in romantic love, I can't love again because I've been hurt too many times. You can love again. And God will protect you. And God will nourish your attempts to love. God will elevate your love. God will bring you into his compassion and his mercy and his compassion and his mercy comes with protection it comes with justice it comes with jalal it comes with all the things that are necessary to allow you to go to his place so this place this path is a place for the courageous We love in spite of hate. We love in spite of aggression. We love in spite of all of the things that come at us that are opposed to melting. We will melt. (laughs) We insist on melting. It is what we have intended for ourselves and have intended to show others how to do. May Allah make it easy for us, and may He take us and keep us in that way. Amin, Amin, Ya Rabbi Alameen, Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.